listening to the Heartland Author Podcast. I am Aaron Apollo Camp. For this episode, I had the opportunity to interview Michael LaRisha. Michael is the illustrator of the graphic novel Planet of Blue, Rise of a Goo, which was written by Tim, spelled T-E-M, blessed. Now, I'm here with Mike LaRisha, who was the illustrator of the... Uh, uh, graphic novel Planet Blue Rise of a Goo, which was written by uh, Tim Blast. That's T E M Blast. Uh, Mike, welcome to the Heartland Author Podcast. Thank you so much, Aaron. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Now, feel free to introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. Um, my name is Mike Lariccia. Um, I'm out in uh, Massachusetts. And um, I, like you said, Aaron, I'm the uh, illustrator, graphic designer, letterer, uh, all the visual components of this new graphic novel are from me. Um, but my history as an artist, uh, I went to school out at UMass Amherst and got a degree in printmaking. I've always been a huge uh, comic book artist. So that sort of style has always influenced the, you know, the, uh, the sort of the look of my work. And I've also, you know, been making comics for my entire life. So as I went through college and grad school, I continued to um, create comics uh, until 2005. I, I got the Zarek Award for a book called Black Mane. Uh, and the Zarek Award, most people don't remember what that was, but that was a, uh, a financial grant that was created by Peter Laird, who was one of the creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And so every year he would award this uh, self-publishing grant to, I, I believe, it's five or ten uh, um, people, and uh, you could publish your book and get it, you know, distributed and things like that. So after that, for years, I self-published books. Uh, I became a graphic designer for a while, uh, and uh, um, and since you know, for the last 10, 15 years or so, I've been doing um, freelance illustration on games and. Um, books, uh, children's books, uh, animation, all kinds of things, and uh, just constantly keeping my foot in creative spaces uh, until, um, let's see, in 2020, I met Tim Blast, who's the author of the book, and we hooked up and we started working on uh, Planeta Blue, Rise of a Goo. Now, uh, how did you and, and Tim Blast meet? Um, it's, a, it's a cool story because we we lived in the same town and my neighbor at the time was friends with Tim and Tim had this story that he had written that he'd been working on for about five years and she said hey my neighbor is an artist you should meet him it's as simple as that and he was really you know suspicious of this and um it was one of those things where when he came over we hit it off immediately we we're like very similar types of people uh we're both uh fathers you know with young kids and uh, we, we, you know, we kind of like the same things. And, you know, he he pitched this book to me and uh, I read it and I felt like it was something really unusual and different and exciting. And we've been, you know, working for years since and we've become like best friends over it. So it's been a great experience. Now, uh, without spoiling too much of the graphic novel you illustrated, Planet Blue Rise of the Goo, what is that uh, novel about? Well, it, it's about these four teenagers from um, New Bedford, Massachusetts. And the, in the very beginning of the book, they experience a sort of cataclysmic disaster that happens in front of them where the Earth is being attacked by 
this sort of uh, uh, villain who set forth this these um, planes to to basically um, pollute and poison the general population. And what happens is these kids are taken underwater by um, these mysterious dolphins that bring them to a world underwater where they find that the animal race is actually been sort of monitoring the world and protecting it in secret. And so the book deals with this sort of environmental justice about how uh, humans have to sort of, you know, come and and be responsible for what they've done to the planet. And these four kids become tasked with uh, setting things right um, the best they can before the animals sort of reset the whole world. Uh, so it goes into a lot of different themes and, and the adventure takes these kids throughout different parts of the world. And there's a lot of sort of fan fantasy based creatures and things like that that are unexpected. Um, and it's a really just fast moving, exciting, unusual story that um, I in loved drawing. So <laughs> Now, as you were the illustrator of the book, did you use hand-drawn illustration, computer illustration, or a combination of the two? So the way that I've been working these days is I use a Cintiq tablet, which is basically you draw directly onto the screen. I use a lot of photo reference when it comes to, because there's lots of animals in this, and we had decided earlier on that we wanted the style of the book so that because the animals can talk to these four kids, they're able to sort of communicate. So we didn't want it to be silly. But so there was a degree of realism that I had to sort of convey so that readers would buy into to the, the vision. Um, so in that sense, the digital part of this is there's a lot of photo reference for the animals and settings and such. Um, but everything else is done in, exclusively in Photoshop. It's, you know, I'm drawing and coloring in there and then um, in terms of laying out the book, I'm using a program called InDesign where, uh, you know, I'm doing the lettering and things like that. Now, uh, what was it like to work with Tim on the uh, on the book as he did the uh, the the writing portion of it? Uh, did that go smoothly or were there some hiccups along the way? It actually went really smoothly. And I have to say, you know, I've worked with a lot of different people and it, it's very possible for it to not go smoothly. So uh, Tam was really open to whatever, you know, my input and vision might be to the visual representation of the book. You know, the beginning of this process, he gave me a manuscript and it was about 100 pages long. And so I had to go through this process. It took me about a little over a week to just sort of translate the text to what it would look like as a comic because you know um with comics the way that you lay it out really dictates the pacing of how someone reads the story so and there's places where you want to do a full page spread so it makes people stop and really um appreciate you know the, the 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 value of that that moment and so you know we met constantly like it was like you know a couple times a week in the beginning to really iron out the you know what was going on but but you know the way that i work with people is i really want to stay true to their vision of what they, you know, what what they originally saw happening with their with their art, and um, but he's he's been so flexible and he really like values my opinion and stuff. So it's been it's been a real partnership from the get go. Now, uh, as I understand it, there's actually two different releases of the book: the initial release and a dark horse comic release. Is that correct? 
Well, actually, so the initial release was a Kickstarter we did in 2021. So that was a successful Kickstarter. And then now the, the most current release is coming out November 7th. That's coming from Dark Horse Comics. So that's a, um, a reprinted version of the Kickstarter version with bonus materials and a new cover. Now, uh, now Kickstarter is a uh, pl uh, an online platform to crowdfund uh, different types of projects, I believe. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, because there might have been some of our listeners that have never heard of Kickstarter, so I did want to try to explain it as best as I can. Sure. Yeah, it's um, it's a great, it's a crowdfunding platform where you can build an audience before you make the financial commitment to uh, create your product, which in our case is a book, so that you know it's a you're not going in debt to make your, your what you're making. Now, I apologize if you answered this question uh, a. a about a minute or so ago, but are there any differences between the initial release and the uh, Dark Horse comic release that's upcoming? There's 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 a few things. The, the the Dark Horse comics version has been edited by the Dark Horse editing team, which means that they didn't change the content of the book, but they went through and like all the grammar has been completely scrubbed through. So we had you know professional editors going through that. There's a, a brand new cover. Uh, it's exclusive to the dark, so front and back cover. And then I believe there's about 18 bonus pages that I designed, which are basically behind the scenes kind of things and um, just bonus content, uh, concept art, things like that. So there's there's extra stuff included in that. Now, uh, if there is one thing that sets uh Planet of Blue Rise of Fuku, apart from uh, all the other graphic novels out there, what is it? <laughs> um, I feel like what's what's really um, special about this book is that it has a level of uh, authenticity and sincerity that I don't feel you see in um, traditional commercial books. Uh, I feel like, you know, Tem's vision is a really... Um, it's a really beautiful look at the the power that youth have over their own destinies and and with in their communities. And I feel like what he did with this story is really give a sort of inspiring um, blueprint for for not just kids but for adults too. To say like you know when when um, things change abruptly and you are brought to task and and you need to step up you know like you can summon you know the strength within you that you may not believe you have so i feel like there's real content here there's a lot that deals with environmental justice and social justice but i don't feel like it's watered down and commercialized like a lot of what you see today um and that's because it's coming directly from the artist and you know we and and i have to give shout out to dark horse because they saw the book that we did and they didn't see anything that needed to be changed. They, they really um, believed in what we were doing. So I feel like, you know, we've gotten really good um, feedback from, you know, selling the, the first printing and conferences and stuff and kids really, you know, have read it and said like, I mean, they loved it and that they really like resonate, you know, the characters really resonated with them. Um, and so, you know, I, I, for us, it's about getting it out to people so they can see it and hopefully they fall in love with it like we did. Mike, you were a 
and amazing guests for this podcast, and I thank you for appearing on the Heartland Author Podcast. It was my pleasure, Aaron. Thank you so much. Michael was a wonderful guest for this podcast, and I hope to be able to interview Tim Blessed about the writing side of Planet of Blue, Rise of a Goose, sometime in the future. This is Aaron Apollo Camp reminding you all to write and or illustrate your imagination. Bye for now. You can learn more about me and my book writing projects at camparenapollo.witsite.com forward slash author AAC. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at author AAC and on Instagram at AAC Scribe. Copyright 2023, Aaron Apollo Camp, All Rights Reserved. This podcast episode is intended for the private listening of our audience. Any reuse or retransmission of this podcast episode without the express written consent of the podcast host is prohibited, except under fair use guidelines. Royalty-free music and sound effects obtained from https colon forward slash forward slash www.zapsplat.com.